From the moment I started taking care of my daughter, automatically I started taking care more about myself as well, uh, even from a medical standpoint. And then I remember reading uh, a book where I heard that men who take care more of their kids, they actually take care more about themselves because they it's like uh, in, in your brain, you want to be there for longer for them, you know? And so then this brings you to, to take care more of yourself. Hello, grüezi, bonjour. Welcome to Fish in the Boardroom, a podcast where we have real conversations about what we can each do to increase diversity and inclusion in Swiss leadership. I'm Andrea Ullmann, and I'm your host on this journey. Before we dive into today's episode, and to help you get started, I put together some resources that will help you kick off your diversity and inclusion journey in a Swiss context. So make sure to visit fishintheboardroom.ch to download this tool and sign up to my newsletter to be notified when new episodes are released. Hi, dear listener. One of the big obstacles for women in a professional setting is the fear that when they have children, they will be less available at work. That is because they still hold most of the care duties and domestic tasks. The INSEE Institute in France studied how French couples spend their time. They have analyzed it in 1986 and again in 1999 and 2010. The results are rather surprising. Whereas men do spend more time with their children in 2010, so do women actually leading to inequalities remaining the same and women still spending twice as much time on household chores and on care activities compared to men. In her book, When Couples Become Parents, Bonnie Fox measures the extent to which maternity leave allows mothers to acquire skills quickly, which fathers then struggle to catch up on. In other words, there is no innate female intuition about how to take care of babies, but it is learned during maternity leave. And if women can learn it, then men can too, right? Add to this the finding that when fathers take maternity leave, mothers return to work more easily, female employment is higher, and the earning gap between men and women is lower. So to summarize, not only is there a benefit to the father and the child to taking parental leave, mothers and society as a whole also directly benefit from it as it reduces inequalities. Understanding this dynamic, several companies are offering parental leave programs for men that go beyond the legal requirements. Sadly though, such offers are often not used for fear of the professional consequences. P&G, the company behind brands like Pampers, Ariel, Gillette, Oral-B, with headquarters in Geneva, created the Share the Care program. In this program, P&G offers new fathers or domestic partners in same-sex couples eight weeks fully paid leave within the first 18 months of the child being born or adopted. 
and P&G has heavily invested in encouraging their employees to take advantage of this program, as Dario Cristiano, my guest today, will testify. Dario, who is the site HR director at the Geneva headquarters of P&G, was an early beneficiary of the program, and it wasn't obvious for him at the time that he would take advantage of this program. Why that is, and what it meant for him to take the leave, what fears he had, and how he overcame them, are the topics of my conversations with him today. And I'd like to thank Advance Gender Equality for Business for their support in bringing this episode to life. Dario, welcome to Fish in the Boardroom. To jump right in, tell me a little bit about you and your family, how and what led you to take the paternity leave when your first daughter was born three years ago? Yes, I married to a Spanish woman and um, and we both come from very traditional families, I mean, in a certain uh, way. And we got married in 2017 and then uh, in 2018, actually, I mean, we got our first daughter, uh, Julia. And yes, I mean, at the beginning, to be honest, I didn't think about taking a paternity leave and until a few months later when P&G introduced uh, um, a shared care policy. Uh, it was a shift uh, in the culture. I mean, we call it paternity leave, but uh, I mean, what the intention was really to create a culture of sharing the care uh, between men and women at home. That's when I was also involved as part of um, a pool of people who give inputs on how the policy could look like. And finally, they came with the idea of providing eight weeks fully paid by the company, by P&G, to all new fathers. Uh, and also, it was about driving cultural changes with managers to be incentivizing people to take those. So it was in that moment that I started thinking about it, also because we could take it within the first 18 months um, uh, from the birth. And it was also kind of retroactive, so I could take it also for Julia. And so, yes, that's when uh, I started thinking about it. And I think I was the first person in my whole, within my family, in uh, my circle of friends, or even at PNG, I was one of the first to take it. So, of course, it came with a lot of unknown what it would mean for me. And that was my decision. But then after I convinced myself, I had this feeling that I had to convince everybody else around me, like my manager, my colleague, that it was the right thing for me to take it because uh, it was kind of a new thing. That was my experience of asking for it. It was a lot of unknown, a lot of mixed feelings. Do I do it? Uh, I mean, I saw a lot of benefit into spending some time with my baby, but at the same time, I saw a lot of um, let's say unknown from a work standpoint. What does it mean for my career? Uh, I mean, will I be penalized somehow? Which is funny because I have never thought about it uh, when a woman would take it, you know, mm -hmm. and, and maybe that's exactly what goes on as well in their mind, but I didn't know. So you you told me that you were first had to convince yourself and that that was a, a first process and then you had to convince every everyone else. How How was that like for you? To be honest, until I got married and I had my first baby, my only priority was work. But then suddenly I found myself in this moment of understanding that there were also other priorities and eventually even more important than work. And I had 
somehow to to make them work together to reconcile you know the the way they work and yes it's in that moment where you start thinking okay what um what does it mean for me until now i only thought about work i could dedicate many hours to work all my brain power to work and suddenly that's not going to be true anymore uh, which maybe will penalize me in my life also by the way i will be two months out will be one of the first ones to be two months out and what will my manager what will my talent council what will i mean all the people around me think about me they will they think that I'm not committed anymore to work. I mean, well, they think that now, I mean, uh, the, the typical phrase uh, that uh, people will say, you know, even in my circle of friends is, okay, are you babysitting your kids now? I mean, this this kind of thing that influence finally who you are and your, your decision. So I had to go through that to convince, I actually knew it was the right thing to do, but it's like uh, I had to check all the pros and cons still. Um, and uh, it was hard. It took, I believe, a couple of months to convince myself before being ready to ask my manager. And so did, how did it uh, work out then? How, how was it to then ask for, for this in, and to, to go out with this um, request, if you want? Yeah, I think uh, I ended up uh, to a point it was really last minute because basically we had to inform uh, the company like three months in advance and so i got to the point where really i either told my manager or i would have to take it uh, afterwards or anyway uh, eventually i would lose this opportunity um of course within the family we talked a lot with my wife my wife was also pushing for it uh, she had gone through the, her first maternity leave so she knew what it, it meant um and uh, and yes one morning, I mean, I woke up, I called my manager and said, look, I want to take a paternity leave, a two months one is a new program in Europe. You may have heard about it. And um, what do you think? And his reaction was, that's wonderful. Uh, I mean, uh, Dario, if I had the opportunity uh, 20 years ago when my kids were, were young to have it, of course, I would have taken it. And uh, actually even made a joke. Is it still open for, for parents of kids who are 20 years old? I eventually could relax finally, and I realized that most of it was psychological on my side. Lots of worries were not really justified um, in, uh, in real life. To be honest, it was the overall atmosphere. I mean, the reaction, not only when he reacted to what I asked, to my request, but also in the following days and the way he managed the, with the team and uh, uh, and the way he showed the importance of it to the rest of the team and saying, I mean, Dario is going to do something uh, very important and I mean, we will be there to support uh, and also reassuring me, I mean, you're a great talent. This is not going to change uh, anything uh, for you. Eventually, you will, uh, you will even learn more and you will bring even more to me and to the company. So all of this finally totally reassured me and then uh, from that moment, which was about three months before taking it, and the moment I actually started it, it was totally fine, you know, because uh, it's like I had told my manager and everybody in the team was okay with it. So th did this reaction surprise you from your manager? I think, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily expect, uh, uh, I mean, my manager to say, no, I don't agree. I wouldn't expect that because 
at least would be very surprising in a place like PNG, where everybody is supportive of these uh, of these choices. I was not expecting um, such, uh, I mean, a positive reaction. I mean, I would expect my manager to be okay with it, but not such a positive reaction. And, and even uh, even uh, telling the rest of the group how important it was and how good it was for everybody. And also, by the way, I, I happen to be involved in other projects in, uh, in gender equality. So it was also emphasizing the fact that I could bring a lot more on the table. Um, so he showed to the team this is not about eight weeks of vacation, like many people may interpret when it's men uh, taking those. It's something else. It's something extremely important for Dario's family, but also for uh, for Dario, for Dario's family, but also for the company finally. Uh, and so uh, everybody will 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 help. So that reaction was uh, kind of astonishing to me because uh, I was well beyond uh, my expectations. <laughs> what was the hardest thing for you in this whole process? Well, apart from uh, convincing myself and convincing others, then there is the the during the paternity leave. There is the the I mean really taking it and being uh, eight weeks with a small one. I mean, my daughter was about 12 months old in that moment, which was, by the way, a fantastic moment because she started interacting somehow and she even started walking. Uh, I was the first one to see her kind of do the first steps. Uh, I mean, in my case, my baby, the first two weeks, she had chicken pox. So really, I had no clue on what to do. The first temptation is always calling the wife. Uh, this uh, was happening in the first days. My wife was working, by the way. And uh, until I realized uh, that was not helpful. Uh, I mean, when she was alone during maternity leave, she was not call calling me for help. Eventually, she would study or she would um, get advice from people who had gone through it. Or in my case, for every single little thing, I would call my wife, I mean, where is the pacifier? Where is the food? What do I have to do today? I mean, uh, what, what uh, I mean, also for clothing, what do I put uh, on the babies? That doesn't help. So at the beginning I did that, but then chicken pox for me was really the moment in which uh, I got to the point, I have to go to a doctor. <laughs> and uh, going to a doctor along with the baby uh, was, uh, was the first uh, important moment where I realized what it means to really manage a baby. And not only managing and changing the diapers or things like that, it's also the whole mental load that comes with it. Because from that moment, the doctor tells you, you know, you need to give these medicines at this certain time. And, and there you understand you also need the structure. So it's also a switch in, uh, in your mindset from trying to do many things at once, trying to multitask, trying to think that that's a side activity to actually making it the central activity because it really takes 120% of the time during. There is no way you can think about anything else. I was thinking I could do many uh, activities. I was thinking, ah, this, in these eight weeks, I will, I don't know, reorganize all the pictures I have in my PC. I didn't even manage to switch on the PC, you know. Um, that's um, that was that was hard. It came with a lot of learnings, but I have to admit it was hard, and particularly the first—I uh, mean, three weeks maybe were the hardest. 
How how did this experience change your relationship to your daughter and then also maybe within your your couple the dynamic? I will maybe start with uh with the with the couple. I only see positive things. I mean today we are both working uh, on uh, in the same direction. Um we both work full time. Um I could see I mean life at home is not penalizing uh, in any way. I want to think that I am a 50% partner when it comes to uh, sharing uh, the activities, but also the mental load. To be honest, I don't think I'm yet there, even though um, I've done a lot of progress. I don't think I'm yet there. I realize my wife is still much more on top of things, uh, particularly when it comes to unexpected things. Um, and not because it's an innate uh, thing. I, I really don't believe uh, it's in the DNA of women. It's just because... To be honest, um, maybe it's in her mind, whenever she sees something unexpected, she goes to study. She's the one thinking, okay, maybe we need to call the doctor for this. I'm still missing something there, um, which I don't know. Maybe it comes from my background, what I've seen my father doing, my grandfather doing before me. And I have always seen that women would take care of everything and particularly of the unexpected things. So, in my mind, somewhere still lies this uh, mindset that uh, it's not me having to fix it. But so it's progressing. It's a, it's a, a, I mean, a journey that we are doing together with my wife. We are happy to be in it together. On a daily basis, we discover new things, new mistakes I do eventually, new things I can learn. I, but I'm much more open also to listen. And I realized that I was not doing that before. I was just pushing back on any feedback when it came to, to taking care of the kids. And again, this, of course, has a very positive effect on, on the couple. When it comes to my daughter, um, I, it's more, I don't know what it would have been if I didn't do that, um, because she was 12 months old. And, uh, and so, okay, it helped because we could have some interaction. It created a lot of bonding. And now I really see... My daughter, I mean, she equally comes to me or to my wife for anything. There are the days in which she's more with his uh, mother and uh, with her mother and the days in which instead she comes to me. But I feel, I don't feel any difference. I mean, I see families or friends, but even within my own family, I mean, where I come from, where you can really, really see the difference with the, the babies, the kids going uh, to the mother particularly when uh, when there is an issue, when they are sick or when there is something, they go to the mother, you know, they would never go to the father. In my case, I don't see that. There is a bonding there that, um, that I wouldn't even know how to explain. And again, I don't know how it would have been if I didn't take it. But based on what I see outside, I see a lot of benefit. Uh, I see a lot of benefit because we have an incredible relationship with my daughter who is now three years old. Um, and hopefully it will continue. And and clearly you're I mean you're you're convinced about it because you're going to do it again with your your second uh, daughter as well. How how old will she be when when you take the the leave? She will be again uh, uh, yeah eleven months um, old, twelve months old almost. And uh, this time has been much uh, easier, honestly. The the decision in the sense that. I'm, by the way, I just changed the job um, and uh, I changed the job two months ago. I'm still kind of in onboarding. So 
I admit I have thought about it uh, still because, okay, now I'm coming again into a new job and I'm telling again my new manager, who is a different one versus before, I'm going out uh, for two months. But uh, again, uh, I I had the courage much faster. I mean, this time I I took the decision in a couple of weeks. I went to talk to my manager. I, I said, I'm thinking about taking a paternity leave. The response from my manager was, well, it's not about thinking of taking it. It's about just tell me when. <laughs> and, and of course, I, this then helps a lot. And I could have a very open conversation. I just said, okay, I would like either this moment or this moment. For me, it's equally um, okay. Um, and then um, that my manager basically shared, up to you, from my standpoint, I can share what I expect because I was new in the job, what I expect it to happen if you take it in summer or in December, but then you can decide. It's uh, really your decision. And what would you have wished anyone would have told you before? I, I wish I had read a few books that I read afterwards. I mean, I wish I had read them before. Uh, or, uh, and, or I wish... More than having somebody telling me what, actually, I wish I was listening more. It's more, uh, it's more about that. I still remember my wife trying to explain to me that, I don't know, when kids cry, there is always a reason, okay? And uh, she was telling me all the time. And then I go into paternity leave. I'm alone with the kids. I totally ignore that. And I would get very nervous when, uh, when, uh, when she was crying. And then eventually there, I realized that I was actually told what to do exactly when, uh, when babies cry, which is trying to understand what they may have. I mean, they may be hungry, maybe. In most cases, by the way, she simply wanted to sleep. And instead of putting her to bed, which, by the way, would, um, would benefit, my, my mental health would benefit, I was just uh, almost screaming at her and asking, but... What do you have? I mean, what do you want? Instead, it's just a matter. You, you, if you go by exclusion, I mean, is it about food? Is it about um, uh, sleeping? If not, maybe she's sick. Maybe she's teething. So it, it's just about trying different things. And to be honest, I was told. I was not uh, listening. Maybe um, I, I wish be, before doing that, I wish I was told uh, that uh, it's all about Patience, you need to be patient, you need to be resilient. Because again, I don't think, uh, I thought I was a very resilient person based on my experience in the workplace. But then when it comes to that, you realize it's a different level. I mean, you build resilience to a different level. So what are the biggest learnings you, you take away from this experience, maybe also professionally or in your everyday life? Maybe I would put number one, it's uh, about leading. It's not about uh, helping others. Um, until that moment, I thought I'm helping my wife. I'm helping uh, the family. It's not about that. You are equally sharing the care, and the family is a joint responsibility. If you don't enter into that mindset, and I think now I entered at least the mindset, then I have to correct, of course, many things, many mistakes that I still do. But the mindset is very clear. It's not about helping. It's about leading, uh, yeah, leading also the, I mean, sharing the care at home. Um, the other learning, uh, or at least 
how I feel very, very different now. Now, even at work, whenever I have an issue, I can weigh it in a very different way. Whenever an issue comes to me and I see people desperate to resolve the issue, in my mind, now I say, well, I mean, if that was an issue, I, really, I, come on, it's not an issue. Let's try to solve it. So the mentality of let's think about uh, how we could, uh, we could solve it. And then eventually you realize everything can be solved quite um, easily if you apply, I mean, if you stick to certain principle. And, and by the way, if you have, um, uh, if you're resilient, if you can bounce back on the issue, and to be honest, after leaving all these experiences, it was just eight weeks, but eight eye-opening weeks uh, when it comes to that, you leave issues you are not used to and you have to manage them without having a clue on what to do. And if you go and ask for help, almost uh, you have society telling you, but what are you doing? You know, I, mean, I still remember when I went to the doctor the first time with the issue, the doctor, the first question was, uh, where is your wife? And then you realize, okay, maybe it's not for me. And so it's not only the issue, it's also all that you live uh, uh, around the issue and what people tell you that make you feel, okay, maybe I'm doing something wrong here in all senses. I don't know. Another big, big one would be, I truly believe men can do an equally good uh, job as women to take care of children. There are things that, of course, we cannot physically do. I mean, uh, at the same time, most of the things, it's all about studying. Uh, it's nothing innate, nothing in the, in the DNA. And um, there can, I truly believe there cannot be equality in the workplace or in society. It doesn't start from home. So if we don't realize, uh, I realized personally that men, because I know I can do, if I put myself in it, I can do an equally good job as my wife uh, to that. And that uh, this means we can be equal partner at home, which means we can both be full time at, at work and we can both uh, pursue our, our career interests. So what would be the tip you'd give anyone thinking about taking a paternity leave and, and maybe also thinking about people who might not have as supportive environments as PNG is. Indeed, I mean that's a big, uh, big point because I feel also privileged to have um, had the opportunity, not only about the paid uh, eight weeks because this of course helps, right? The tip I would give is, I would seriously consider taking it, whatever the circumstances. Now the way to take it, the way to take some time off with the kids can vary depending on uh, the situation and, of course, well, on the policies and on anything. But I still advise, if there is the possibility, it's not about losing um, money. It's about in investing in something which is uh, much more important and then, then lasts for life. There is a lot in it for men. They can maybe, I mean, an example which I didn't even realize when uh, back then, from the moment I started taking care of my daughter, automatically I started taking care more about myself as well. Even from a medical standpoint, I started doing a lot of checkups and things like that for prevention. And then I remember reading uh, a book, or I don't remember if it was actually a TED talk, where I heard that men who take care more of their kids, they actually take care more about themselves because they it's like... Uh, in, in your brain, you want to be there for longer for them, you know, and so then this brings you to, 
to take care more of yourself. I started doing more sport. And by the way, I started uh, reading a lot more. I started uh, reading things I would have never read before, which I find extremely, extremely interesting. Uh, so definitely, I think there is a lot in it for men. Plus, there is something we often uh, uh, underestimate. I come from a family or anyway, a culture where the man is always the breadwinner, right? Is the one who works and the woman at home taking care of the kids. I would personally struggle if uh, I was the only one working in my family because I feel I mean, today as I'm much more free to make my own choices. And I, I, feel, I think also my wife, by the way, because she has her own salary, her own career. So we are both free eventually to change life if uh, we want to and we need to without having particular pressure of having to maintain the family or this kind of stuff. We can really back each other up if um, any of us is struggling on, on certain things. And I really see that is unfortunately not the case for, for many people I know. And again, where I come from, where it's normally always the men doing it, I see often men at one point in their life getting depressed or um, or having uh, issues because eventually they would like to do something different. And then uh, they find themselves in a situation where they actually cannot. And plus, I see also women at one point in their life where they fully depend on somebody and they don't have actually the choice because maybe even if they wanted to start working again after many years you are out of the market, it's not that uh, that easy. I have seen that a lot. That this doesn't necessarily mean that in each family, I mean, everybody has to work. I, I'm saying this works for me, and I believe before making any choice of having only one of the two people who normally is the man, by the way, working, I would think very carefully about that, and I would take, I mean, the decision consciously of what it could be in the long term rather than uh, than the short term both men and women should have the choice of doing something different at one point in their life. And it's they should be careful in the decision they take in the early stages, particularly when children are little, because this may influence also the long term. So it has to be a very much weighted uh, decision. And, uh, and so the tip is make sure to do it because you will see... Um, you will see the benefit of what will happen, the magic will happen with your kids. And so take uh, the paternity leave uh, in whatever form, whatever form is allowed by, by, by a policy. And then another tip, if you are not convinced, read about it, read uh, some, um, some books that talk about, I mean, gender equality, about fair play, about, uh, uh, about the benefits that it can bring to you and to society and to the workplace, to everybody. You probably have some good references that we could share in the show notes, right? Perfect. Absolutely. I will, um, I'm happy to share at least my readings. There are a few, a few books particularly that I truly believe they changed, uh, they changed my life. And they eventually also convinced me to some extent to take the paternity leave and to do this investment for, uh, for myself and for the family. I'm happy to share. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Dario. Thank you very much, Andrea. 
I hope this episode inspired you to take action. And if you're willing to share, I'd love to hear what you're putting into place and what challenges you have, whether they're big or small. Each action matters. And to help you get started with your inclusion journey, I put together some selected resources that are relevant in a Swiss context. Visit fishintheboardroom.ch to download this tool and sign up to my newsletter to be notified when new episodes are released. As always, if you enjoy the show, you can leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and share the episode with colleagues, peers, friends, and family. Fish in the Boardroom is produced by me, Andrea Ullmann. Music is by Patrick Patrickios.